Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, April 14th, 2022. Stand up for your country. It is Holy Thursday, but I submit to you that many, maybe even most, Americans don't care that it is Holy Week, that Passover is on Saturday, that Easter is on Sunday. They don't care. In fact, 30% of Americans now have no religion at all. They don't even think about it. That is an all-time high, 30%. Pretty interesting stat. Now, as you may know, I wrote a book called Killing Jesus, mammoth worldwide bestseller. I have copies of Killing Jesus in Korean, in Croatian. Almost every nation on earth um, had exposure to this book. It is a history book. If you see the little words down there, it says, Killing Jesus, a history. No religion in the book at all. I am not qualified to write a book on theology. What I am qualified to do is research and tell you what I found out. And the story is simply amazing. I hate to use that word because it's a cliche now. But there's one fact that overrides everything. A poor man from a poor family who was a stone cutter, not a carpenter, I'll explain it in a moment, okay, becomes the most famous person who has ever existed. How does that happen? I will tell you how it happens. Now, this Talking Points memo is designed for people who do not believe in any religion, all right? I want you to listen to me if you would just indulge me, all right? There's no religion in this Talking Points memo, so let's begin. First of all, the facts, the contemporary facts, all right? According to Pew Research and the United Nations, Christianity is the leading religion in the world. 31% of everyone on earth believes in Jesus as God. 2.4 billion people. Second, Islam. 25%, 1.9 people. Third, no religion at all. 15% worldwide. In the USA, it's 30%, as I just said. All right? Hinduism, 14% worldwide, a billion people. Judaism, 14 million people worldwide. That is less than 1%. Now, as far as countries are concerned, the most Christian country on earth is Greece, followed by Romania, Grenada, island in the uh, Caribbean, Haiti, Poland. As far as numbers of Christians, the USA leads the league on this planet, 250 million. Brazil, second, 180 million. Mexico, third. Russia, fourth. They're Orthodox. Christians in Russia, Philippines, fifth. Okay. Now, my family has been Roman Catholic for centuries. All right. We came from County Cavan in Ireland and on my mother's side, Northern Ireland. And uh, ever since St. Patrick uh, converted everybody in Ireland to Catholicism, we've been Catholic. But many in my family have drifted away and reject the Catholic religion and Christianity in general. And that's pretty interesting to me because I'm a traditional guy. I have not drifted. I go to mass. Sometimes I get a little miffed that the priests don't put anything into the sermon. Uh, Catholic Church obviously 
has uh, many, many problems. I was the uh, driver of getting Cardinal Law in Boston, very powerful cleric, out of the United States. He had to go to Rome where he died a few years ago. He was a horrendous man. So I don't look blindly at my church. But there's a difference between the Catholic Church and Christianity. So let's uh, focus on Christianity. Jesus lived in Nazareth. Town is still there. Little town. Backwater. Back then, um, more than 2,000 years ago, nobody really paid attention to Nazareth. He was raised in a very humble family. Right? His father, Joseph, was a stone cutter. Now, I was taught in Catholic school that Jesus was a carpenter. Well, that would have been impossible because there were a few trees in Judea. They didn't have any wood. All right. In fact, the cross that Jesus was executed on, nailed to, was used many times before and after his death because the Romans didn't have wood to make crosses every time they executed somebody. Interesting, right? So people lived in stone dwelling small, and Joseph um, was a stone cutter. He passed the labor down to Jesus. Okay. Now, at about age 30, Jesus abandoned his uh, craft and began to preach. Now, you have to understand the times. Being a Messiah was an industry in what is now Israel. All right? It was an industry. There were 300 messiahs running around telling everybody they were the chosen one, they were God. Why? Because people gave them food and alms and shelter, and it was a job. Now, the most powerful um, preacher was John the Baptist, who was beheaded by the Jewish authorities, okay, because he was too powerful, and he attacked Herod for marrying his brother's wife. And that was the end of John the Baptist. Before the Baptist was incarcerated and then subsequently executed, he introduced his followers to Jesus. All right? And they didn't know anything about Jesus. Because Jesus was a guy who was, who was preaching, but he didn't have large people following him. He was like the other 300 messiahs. They had a few people who would listen, but most people had to work from sunup to sundown just to eat. Don't have time to be listening to people running around, okay? So Jesus then took on a mission, and he went from town to town to town in a very small area. He never went out of Judea, okay? And in the beginning, not many people listened. And then a few more started to listen. And then maybe 100 or 200 started to listen. At that point, the temple authorities in Jerusalem started to pay attention, okay? He was on their radar screen because he was a cousin of John the Baptist, Jesus, all right? So they sent spies to follow Jesus around. Those spies wrote down what Jesus said and what happened, and they sent those written records back to the temple in Jerusalem, and they were recorded. Why? Because the temple authorities wanted to execute Jesus. He was a threat to them. At the same time, the crowds got bigger and bigger and bigger. And the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, said, what the deuce is going on? Now, Pilate didn't care about the Jews or what they did. He was there for one purpose only, to keep the peace and grab as much tax money as he could 
to send it back to Augustus Caesar in Rome. That was his only job. But he didn't want any insurrection. He didn't want riots. He didn't want anyone causing trouble. So Pilate decided to send spies to follow Jesus as well. Now you have two threads of spies that are keeping an eye on the Nazarene. I didn't use the word Christ, which means Redeemer, once in killing Jesus, because that's a religious connotation. Okay, so now Jesus is walking around and he's doing his speaking. And he was a fabulous speaker by all accounts. But nobody could hear him. He didn't have a microphone. So you see all these movies where Jesus is standing on the mountain and there are thousands of people there. They couldn't hear him. They could see him because he usually was in an elevated position. And he went out on the Sea of Galilee in a boat to preach. But people couldn't hear him. Now, his disciples, his followers, they spread the word about what he was saying, but people couldn't really hear Jesus themselves. However, they still kept coming, and the spies' dispatches kept going back to the temple and to Pilate. Those dispatches, summations of them, is where we got our information for killing Jesus. You see? Now, in those dispatches, were mentions of miracles, that Jesus was curing leprosy and epilepsy and all kinds of other things. But there weren't any documented doctors, physicians, or any of that to attest to any of the healings. But we didn't put them in killing Jesus. We knew that they were being mentioned, that Pilate heard about them, And that the Sanhedrin, those are the Jewish authorities, heard about them, but they weren't verified. However, and this is the key to the Talking Points memo today, why would thousands of people show up to see a preacher if they couldn't hear him and it was just about verbiage? Why? There had to be something else. Had to be. And that was the healings, the alleged healings. That everybody, the word got out. And the people who were healed, some of them went around and said, hey, you ought to check this guy out. That's what drove the fame of the Nazarene. There were no newspapers, no media, none of that. It was all what they call today organic. So use your mind, even if you're an atheist. Okay, use your, use your logic. It would be none of these other 300 messiahs got anybody to follow them around. The Baptist was the most popular, and he had scores of people, not thousands. Okay, And remember, at the time, if you didn't work, you didn't eat. So it was a commitment to go and listen to somebody who was speaking the word. Now, Jesus did speak the word. He did give homilies, sermons, and they were written down by scribes. And that's what showed up in the New Testament. Okay, his words, love your neighbor as yourself. That's the key to him and love God. All right. And he's God's son who came down, uh, came down. I mean, we don't know where heaven is, but who showed up on earth to 
spread this new doctrine. Okay, so now I know that in my industry, the media industry, most people who work in the industry are, do I want to use the word pagans? I don't know what I want, but they look down on me because I am a believer. I know it. I've always known it. They're just snarky and smug, and they know better. And, and you know, you know, you've seen them, you know, all around. Hollywood, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay? They revel in their disbelief. Instead of being humble about it and say, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it could certainly, if you look at the human body, I gave you that talking points a few months ago about my eye and the intricacies of it. I was just underwater last week. If you look at the nature underwater and how, it, I mean, again, this is all that came from a meteorite. Uh-huh. But let's get back to Jesus. So Jesus of Nazareth, who had nothing at all, nothing, becomes the most famous person who ever lived on the planet. You think that was just happenstance? Really? Do you? Do you think that thousands of people showed up 2,000 years ago to follow this man, and then when he went into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, there was almost a riot, a good riot. People wanted to touch him and get close to him. That's when he was, fate was sealed. Because when the Jewish authorities in the Sanhedrin saw that, they wanted him dead. Now, the people who were doing that, who were praising Jesus, were Jews. They were Jews. So this anti-Semitic, uh, ridiculous thing about the Jews killing Jesus, that's never been close historically, okay? It was the evil people who ran the temple. And then Pilate gave in to them. Pilate didn't want any of this because he feared. It wasn't that Pilate was a good guy. He feared if Romans crucified Jesus, and only Romans could crucify. No one else on the planet under the, um, under the thumb of Rome could crucify, only them. He feared if he crucified Jesus, there would be a rebellion. So that's why he didn't want to do it. But finally he was forced to do it. And Jesus was not crucified at 3 p.m. He was crucified before daybreak because Pilate didn't want anybody to see it. Now all of this is in killing Jesus. But you should know that the historical thread came from the spy. And what they reported back to the Jewish authorities and the Roman authorities. This was the most fascinating project that I ever was involved in, killing Jesus. Second is killing the killers, and I'll tell you more about that uh, as we get closer release date. But this, I mean, I am a Christian. But I suspended my theology to write this book. And what we came across was like, whoa. Uh, and what I told you is true. So in Holy Week, I wanted to uh, reiterate that. If you find uh, the Talking Points worthy, please tell your friends. We will post it individually on BillOReilly.com throughout the whole weekend, the Easter weekend. And um, I just wanted to tell you that. All right, let's get back to uh, politics and America. So Joe Biden goes to North Carolina to give a speech about rebuilding supply chains, laying a foundation for economic renewal, blah, 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 blah. But it's not going to happen because he has pretty much destroyed the economy, uh, Biden has, 
uh, by inflation. And we've gone over and over and over that. It's indisputable. They're not two sides to the story. It's not the Putin price rise. That's all BS. It's Biden's incompetence, just like Jimmy Carter. Now, supply chains, they're still screwed up. And many, many reasons why. Okay, it's not, that's not Biden's fault per se, but there were no supply chain problems or very few under Trump. Let's keep that in mind. So Biden's economic fuzziness or craziness, whatever you want to say, means that it's harder to get products into the United States and then load them on the trucks to get them to market. That's what it is. In Texas now, the governor, Greg Abbott, has uh, ordered his authorities to stop all trucks from Mexico and go over them. He says there's too much human smuggling, too many drugs. The federal government's not doing it. We're going to do it. Well, it sounds good, but it's a little problematic. So the trucks are backed up to Belize because they can't get through the Mexican checkpoints and the Texas checkpoints. And who's going to suffer? Texans are going to suffer because the price of fruit and vegetables from Mexico Whoom! And other Americans, too, but mostly Texans. So that's what's going on down there. And, you know, look, we all know what's going to happen in November because inflation's not going to subside by then. Okay. So I wrote a message of the day on BillOReilly.com. I do that every day. If you're not a premium member or concierge member, you can read it. Free. All right, today was, what if Hunter Biden shows up for Easter dinner in Rehoboth, Delaware? What, ha- what happens? So Hunter Biden lives in Malibu, California, maybe the most expensive neighborhood in the world. Maybe, okay? Hunter going to zip across Delaware to see uh, his father? I don't know. But if he shows up, that might be an interesting conversation because he's this close, Hunter is, of getting indicted on federal charges, okay? Might not happen, but remember, it is in the hands of the grand jury. Politics is out of it now. So anyway, I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Job approval, ooh, 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 ooh. (laughs) Look, I don't want to gloat, but I did tell you before the election that if Joe Biden were elected, it would be a disaster for you, for every American, and it is. So Quinnipiac, that, you know, that poll is not most reliable. Democrat 28, Republican 26, Independent 35. Approve of Joe Biden's job performance, 35. Disapprove, 55. A whopping 20% gap. You very rarely see that. All right. CNBC poll. All right. Democrat 34, Republican 35. Approve of Joe Biden, 38. Disapprove, 53. A 15% deficit for the president. So Americans know. They know what's going on because they got to go outside. If you have to go outside and buy anything, you know what's going on. Even the dimmest among us can say, hey, inflation under Donald Trump was 1.2 percent. 16 months later, it's approaching 10 percent. That's it. You're talking to your um, loony friends, your ideological friends, your crazy progressive friends. That's the stat. Not Putin's fault. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. 
Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. <laughs> Boy. All right, here's another crazy thing. So the Biden administration has extended the mask mandates, which means that everybody taking a plane, a train, a bus, any public transportation has to wear a mask for 15 days. It was supposed to be out of here um, April 13th, but now it's going to be out of here maybe May 3rd. All right, so they extended it. The Biden administration, well, the CDC wants it because places like Philadelphia and L.A., COVID cases are rising again, so we got to have it. You know, I don't think we need it, but it's not a big deal for me. Here's what is a big deal. So on May 23rd, Title 42 is suspended by order of Joe Biden. No one else. And what is Title 42? It gives U.S. immigration authorities the power to immediately send undocumented immigrants, migrants, whatever you want to call them, back to where they came from, which is mostly Mexico. Boom. Back. You stop that and Biden's going to. You're going to have a millions more come up. Why is he stopping it? Doesn't have to. So you're going to extend the mass mandate for all Americans on the public transportation, but you're going to take it off for the illegal aliens. That make any sense to anybody? Now, The most logical reason is the progressive left pounding Biden to do what it wants. And the progressive left wants open borders, period. You want to come here from anywhere in the world? Come on in. That's what they want. Now, two states are fighting directly against Biden, Florida and Texas. Okay, so um, there they have a um, it's not a program, it's an order. So DeSantis and um, the governor of Texas are basically rounding up migrants they have in custody, putting them on buses and sending them to Washington, D.C. This happened Wednesday. A a bus from Texas arrived in D.C. They say, all right, the Texas governor says this is voluntary, that the migrant had to sign up for this. Now, what happens when the bus uh, comes to Washington, D.C.? They're in the wind. They get off the bus, gone. Federal authorities don't show up. They know. Feds know. Homeland Security knows. Not there. They walk off the bus, gone. So if you were a migrant and you had people in Virginia or Maryland or in the D.C. area, you sign up, hey, take me. Then I'm going to go right over to Uncle Joe's. Okay, so both states are putting migrants on board buses and sending them to specific places, mostly Washington. 
I think that's unconstitutional. However, there haven't been any lawsuits filed by the ACLU or anybody else so far. And if the migrants are volunteering for it, then my argument gets shredded. If you force them, then you'd have a problem. Governor DeSantis of Florida also has signed a law that supports fathers. So it's HB 7065, Child Welfare Law, creates a $70 million program, another bureaucratic program, okay, $70 million, to educate father, to put together fatherhood classes. Now, this, I guess, would be for teenagers, 18, 19, 20, I guess. And I, it's a good thing, but it seems to be a waste of money to me. But, okay, they want better fathers. So in this country, 18 million children don't have fathers. They split. The most important thing a man, a real man, can do is be a good father if that man sires a child or children. There's nothing more important on this earth than being a good father. And your dads know that. I mean, you've got to sacrifice. You've got to put yourself second or eighth, depending on how many kids you have. All right? Your energies have to be devoted to them. And that's the message of any fatherhood class. But 18 million children in this country don't have fathers. Southwest Airlines. Okay, so you know my airline campaign, and I'll, I'll get to it in a moment, but the U.S. airline um, system collapsed across the board. Americans, millions and millions and millions of us getting hurt every day. Why? Because the Biden administration doesn't oversee. FAA doesn't oversee. Department of Transportation, that's Buttigieg. Not going to do it. If the airlines know they can cancel flights or they can treat you badly or they can do whatever they want and nobody is going to hold them accountable, they're going to do it. So the union of pilots for Southwest Airlines sent a letter to the CEO of Southwest saying, look, our pilots are exhausted. We don't have enough pilots. You're working them way too hard. In fact, the stats are amazing. Okay. 330% increase of Southwest pilots requesting time off in March due to fatigue. This is dangerous. I mean, the, work in, the reason that my flight got delayed from JFK to Turks Caicos for five hours is JetBlue didn't have a pilot. And they lied about it. They knew they didn't have a pilot, and they kept people sitting there for five hours. So anyway, Southwest is now saying, we got a catastrophe here. So JetBlue, the CEO is a guy named Robin Hayes, put his picture up there. He works in Long Island City, that's in Queens. So now he's gone silent, okay? Uh, last week, they were lying about the delay, saying it was all weather-related. We pointed out that Delta flies the same route system as JetBlue, and Delta's on-time performance is 100% better than JetBlue. Since that time, Robin Hayes has shut up. We don't hear anything from him, okay? Um, all I can tell you is this. The Wall Street Journal reported shortly after I did what I did, exposed JetBlue, that JetBlue was cutting back its spring and summer schedule. Thank you. I'll take credit for it. I talked about it with Bernie and Sid on WABC this morning. 
That is an interesting conversation. If you want to go to BillOReilly.com and listen to it, again, you don't have to be a premium member. You just go and listen. And those who are listening to me right now on WABC, you can get it there as well on BillOReilly.com. COVID update. So um, according to the Centers for Disease Control, CDC, there were 3.5 million deaths in America in 2021, okay, and 415,000 of those deaths were from COVID. So 3.5 million people died in this country. That's more than any other year in history, and we're not going to count World War II and World War I because that was foreign soil, but just deaths here, 3.5 million, 21, 415 COVID. And then, you know, the drug overdoses are above 100,000. That's because of the open border, all the fentanyl and heroin, meth coming in. Okay, Biden not doing a thing, not even recognizing there is a problem. That's how bad this guy is as president. He doesn't even recognize the problem exists. Oh. Anyway, provisional data says that COVID is now dropping dramatically. Cases are down 97% from January 12th to now. But we have to extend the mask mandate. <laughs> Jeez. Deaths are down 81%. Could come back, but it's on the run now, thank God. Worldwide, the COVID pandemic has killed 77, I'm sorry, has driven 77 million people into extreme poverty. I think it's killed, no, I'm going to get this stat wrong, um, so I'm not going to even say it. But it's killed millions worldwide, and 77 million people are estimated to be driven into extreme po- poverty because of COVID, because countries like Turks Caicos had to close down, and they depend 100% on tourism. So that's what happened. Um, New York gunman. All right. Earlier this week in New York City, 62-year-old Frank James went into the subway, threw a smoke grenade, and then started shooting at people. He hit 10 of them. None of them died. That's a miracle. I'm sorry, you atheists. That is a miracle. There's a guy with a gun spraying bullets all over the subway car, Ten people are hit, nobody dies. A miracle. So this nut, this homicidal maniac, then runs away from the uh, subway station, calls the cops, and says, I'll be here, arrest me. New York City cops come in, they arrest him. The idiot New York State politicians like Governor Hochul take responsibility for the arrest, even though the guy called the cops himself. If this were a law and order episode, it would be six minutes. Crime, guy calls the cops, he's arrested, see you. Okay. Now, the feds come in and take him. Why? Because he's charged with terrorism. A lot of New Yorkers don't like that, but it's the best solution. Because the feds will expedite this. Number one, no bail. Some idiot... Would have given him bail in New York, maybe. Some loon judge? Possible? Probably not. Feds, no bail. Okay? Now they'll expedite the trial. It'll happen fast. He's guilty. He'll be institutionalized forever. In New York, maybe three years, four years. And it was an act of terror. An act of terror is designed 
to instill fear in people. That's what terrorism is. That's what he did. So killing the killers, if this guy, all right, had somehow made it out of the United States, this Frank James, and gone to another country, the USA could have shot him dead, could have killed him with a drone, could have cut his throat. Because the authority is in the hands of our government when you are designated a terrorist, which this guy is. He could have been killed instantly. And that's what the book's all about. How this is going on right now, nobody knows about it. Okay, so he's off the board. Let's go to Moscow. Steven Seagal. You know Steven Seagal? You know him? All right, he's an action smart. He used to be. His career is pretty much over now. I'm going to show you a clip to remind you who he is. Go. So Seagal has his 70th birthday party in Moscow. He's a big pal of Putin. And he says to the world that Putin, let me get the quote here, uh, a great world leader. Putin's a great world leader, according to Steven Seagal. He's a nitwit. Seagal and Putin, but Seagal is a real nitwit. This day in history, uh, April 14th, 1975, Operation Baby Lift. You don't know about it? You never heard of it. All right, this was when the North Vietnamese violated the Treaty of Paris, invaded South Vietnam after the USA had departed. And we went back and we got 2,600 babies in South Vietnam and brought them to the United States. It was called Operation Baby Lift. Press did not report on it because everything about Vietnam that the U.S. did was bad, but this was good. Okay. Now, um, 125,000 Vietnamese were repatriated to the USA after the Vietnam War. And right now, there are 1.4 million Vietnamese Americans here. And I'm glad they're here. Okay. We got a mail segment and then we got a final thought about stress. Are you stressed out? I'm going to give you some tips. Coming right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, let's go to the mail. We got David as a concierge member. David gets a direct access for me. That makes a great Mother's Day and Father's Day gift. And you get the free copy of Killing the Killers or any of my other books if you do it. Bill, you're still insisting that Trump lost because of COVID. I think that's partially true, but he lost primarily of Trump. For the umpteenth time, his demeanor cost him the election. Umpteenth. All right, look, Dave. Uh, If the economy had been rolling along pre-COVID, COVID never happened, Trump would have won. I mean, we disagree. And I'm not arguing that Trump's demeanor didn't hurt him. It did. But that economy was red hot. Janet, just wanted to ask you, Bill, are you still convinced there was no fraud in the 2020 election? Have you looked at what Zuckerberg did? You must be a new uh, member to our uh, program, Janet. I broke the Mark Zuckerberg story. Now, there was no doubt that his $430 million poured into Biden precincts skewed the election. But we we were way ahead of that story. Another Janet. How is it that Joe Biden can extend the federal mask mandate again, yet plans to rescind Title 42? I used your letter, Janet, because I dealt with that today. But you reminded me to do it, and I appreciated it. Susan, Kevin McCarthy, who is expected to be named Speaker if the Republicans take the House back, has already said impeachment is not on the table. I do not support McCarthy for Speaker, but it's obvious uh, Joe Biden is committing an impeachable offense. Okay, it might be, but McCarthy does not want to skew the election. He wants independence to vote for Republicans, so he's not going to throw hand grenades right now. That's the strategy. Greg, Texas Governor Abbott, as a solution, bust them to D.C. Again, another good letter on the message board. Again, we did the segment. Mary Thomas, El Dorado Hills, California. My neighbor keeps saying the oil companies are price gouging for more profits. Drives me crazy. What would you tell her? He, she's right. They are price gouging. They always do. But that's not the reason, the primary reason the price is going up. The price of a barrel of oil worldwide is the reason, and oil companies don't have anything to do with that. That's harvesting of oil, taking oil out of the ground, OPEC. And countries that do that, they set the price. Barbara Williams, Lake Oswego, Oregon, outside of Portland, isn't declaring yourself a sanctuary state going against the Supreme Court ruling. No, because a sanctuary city or state simply isn't enforcing the law. That's, they just don't enforce the law. You know, so the Supreme Court, they won't allow immigration law to be changed by a state or a city. But if the state or city doesn't enforce a law, they don't enforce the law. Angie Garrett, San Antonio, is a common practice to appoint candidates who lost to you for positions in your administration. Well, Dr. Ben Carson, Donald Trump, always done. Way back to George Washington. 
Randy McCoy, Arlington, Texas, every time you show a poll, it always has a higher percentage of Democrats poll. That's because there are more registered Democrats in America than Republicans because of California. Take California out of the mix, about even. Okay, so um, we're out of white mugs. I knew it, I told you. We got blue ones and we have black ones. I just ordered three black mugs for myself. All right, stand up for your country. But if you want to give them for mom or dad for, or other people for as gifts, the white ones are gone. And get them now because this is the hottest item, I think, in the country. And there's no inflation. We have not raised the price. Okay. Killing the Killers, again, uh, pre-order. You, uh, if you get a concierge membership or a premium membership to BillOReilly.com, get the book free. Tremendous gifts from mom and dad, grandma, granddad. Word of the day, do not be mordant, M-O-R. D-A-N-T, do not be mordant when writing to me, bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. Right back with the final thought about stress. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, here is the final thought of the day. There is a new poll out, one poll, okay? It says 63% of Americans say their stress level is at an all-time high, all right? 56% of Americans feel alone. 34% experience an inability to focus. I know a lot of those people. 34% experience physical exhaustion. 64% say They feel like nothing can really help them reduce their stress. Well, I am here for you. We are looking out for you. And I have some stress busters. The first one, be strong. Stop with the victim stuff. We all have stress. I had it last night. I was trying to figure out why am I stressed out. Last night, I couldn't quite nail it down. But you know what I did? I picked up a book. (laughs) And then I didn't even think about it. I read the book. Okay, all have stress, don't be a victim. Fight, 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 okay? And here are some of the ways you can. So, if you give in to stress by uh, whining and stuff like that, then it gets worse. But then you say to yourself, okay, I need an escape from the stress. So I don't wanna take fentanyl because that might kill me, and I'm not gonna smoke crack, and I'm not gonna drink a quart of gin because that's stupid. What are the positive things? Books. There's got to be subjects that you like. I got books stacked up, and that's what I go to. Music. I'm a big music guy. 
Okay, and I got a lot of artists. I thought, what you got to do is put on YouTube and you get any music in the world. Music is really, really good. Diverts your attention. And you can read a book and listen to music at the same time. It's a twofer. Okay? Third, get in the car. I know gas is, is higher. Drive to a serene place. Mine, usually ocean. Okay, this time of year up in the Northeast, nobody on a beach. Kind of walk on a beach. But you can go a hike. You don't even have to hike. Just get out of the car and sit there and mire some nature. But you're moving, you're moving, you're going. All right. Now, if you get there and you're still stressed, all right. But at least you're breathing some fresh air, right? Okay. Um, Then the final thing is the most important thing to both. Do not be a victim. Don't give in. Don't give in. All right. Now, Holly, the terror dog, my dog, the corgi, is a great stress buster because I just throw the leash on Holly and Take her on out for a vigorous walk and make fun of Holly while I'm walking. And she's looking at me going, what? And it's fun. All right. Fun breaks stress. Fun. I want you all to have a great Easter. All right. We will have a column Easter Sunday at noon. And we will see you again on Monday.